Welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. I'm Stephen Rothberg, the founder of College Recruiter Job Search Site. At College Recruiter, we believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career. And I'm Peter Zolman, founding principal of the AIM Group, the leading global business intelligence service for marketplaces and classified advertising companies. We consult with recruitment marketplaces companies and publish AIM Group recruitment intelligence and a free weekly digest. We also host the annual Global RecBuzz Conference. This is the podcast for you to learn more about how to create, manage, and work with general, niche, and aggregator job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Well, we have a really special episode of the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast today. And I think by the end of it, you'll understand what I mean. Um, Two big things. One is that my awesome and fantastic and illustrious co-host, Peter Zolman of AIM Group, is unable to join us today. Uh, I think he's uh, probably soaking up some sun down in Florida. I'm here in Minnesota. There might be sun, but it's not exactly the kind of weather that we want to be outside in. It feels like it's about a minus 187 out, but that's my problem, not yours. More importantly is the guest that we have today. Um, I had the pleasure of um, hearing him deliver a presentation at the um, at AIM Group's RecBuzz Amsterdam conference in September, and it was just, it was so fantastic. I knew that we needed to have him on the show. Um, before I introduce him, and before we get into the interview, though, I think that a 10-second clip of the sound that millions of his fellow Ukrainians have had to listen to day after day um, since February 24th will really bring home the importance of what we're about to discuss. Um, I want to ask for my apologies in advance for what will be uh, an unpleasant sound. Um, you're going to hear air raid, uh, the sound of air raid sirens. It's a sound that none of us should ever have to hear, and it's a sound that millions of Ukrainians have been hearing day in, day out, uh, since Russia invaded Ukraine back on February 24th. All right. Well, thank you. And I, again, I, my apologies if that was disturbing uh, to any, but it is a sound that Ukrainians are having to deal with and that hopefully they won't, have, they won't be very, very soon when they win this war. Today's guest is Roman Prokofiev, the co-founder of Jubal. Jubal is an international job search website used daily by millions of people in 69 countries. Not used by millions of people, but daily by millions of people. For those who aren't familiar, it is almost always ranked in the top five or six job search sites globally for traffic. Roman, welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. Hi, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, and thank you for joining us. So before we get into the, the meat of the discussion, maybe you can give listeners who don't know you, who don't know Jubal, like a, a brief background, like who are you, what is Jubal, and, and how is it different than other job boards? 
Sure, Stephen. Uh, thank you. You know, yeah, my name is Roman, uh, and I'm absolutely classic IT guy. Uh, physical mathematical high school, a winner in programming competition, studied in Kiev Polytechnic University. It is the best tech university in Ukraine, like MIT in the United States. Uh, I was a well-skilled programmer when I went uh, to university. So after six months of studying, I realized that it's too easy for me. So I found, I found my first jobs as a software engineer. And after one year of working, I decided to run my own business. I was 19 uh, years old, uh, but I was an ambition and uh, was stupid enough uh, not to be afraid <laughs> to run my own business with $2,000 in my pockets. And first that I made, I took Windows Paint, uh, drew some pictures of my future software, and went to the biggest pharmaceutical factory in Ukraine called Darnitsa. Uh, at that time, I, I weighed uh, like uh, 100 kilograms. Uh, I bought a good suit. Uh, so it was quite hard to understand that I'm uh, only 18 years old. Uh, I say to general manager, look, uh, it is your future software. It's like this paints in Windows paints, yeah, for managing your marketing team. If you agree, I need six months and please give me uh, 50% of prepayment and you will get the best software ever. Uh, now it is impossible to believe, but he agreed. And uh, <laughs> that is how I started my first company, uh, TeamSoft, uh, B2B business that uh, sells expensive software solution for managing uh, marketing team in farm companies. I ran this business for five years and eventually sold it uh, to the strategic buyer. Uh, uh, this makes some uh, background. Yeah, uh, in parallel yeah, yeah. with uh, in parallel with my running of my first business, uh, my friend Eugene came to me and said, uh, "Roman, let's build service that aggregate news." I have never read the news uh, really, and I offered to him uh, create a CV. Uh, search aggregator because I spent tons of times to for search stuff. Uh, he liked this idea and we started Jubal uh, in first day. It, uh, in first days, it was CV and job search uh, aggregator. We had no ambition to build a great company in uh, 69 countries. We just wanted to create valuable service for uh, our users. And uh, that uh, is what we did. Uh, we uh, create, uh, that we call it, uh, Jubal is a Google, but like for job search, aggregators that scrap uh, jobs in one uh, website. So did you take the name, you, you kind of, it's a play on the word Google. Right, it's it's Google, but for jobs, and so Jubal yeah. is that. Yeah, yeah. So you, did, you could have, you could have gone with Jugal, but it doesn't have uh, the same it doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> Steven, you are totally right. First, our name was Jugal. Uh, we. Yeah, it was. We bought a uh, domain, Jugal, and we draw all our design like for Jugal. For two days before start, for the, we uh, show uh, this uh, our website to our friends and said, guys, what do you think about the name Jugal? And one uh, my friend uh, said, why Jugal? Uh, it's a job. So uh, you search, search 
service for job. Let's it be Jubal, not Jugal. And we said, wow, it's a great idea, Jubal. <laughs> and we redesigned a website, we bought new domain, and we start uh, Jubal, not Jubal. <laughs> and, and, and you just gave like 65% of the stock to that friend, I, I, I trust, right? Or at least you bought uh, yeah. him a beer. One, one of the other. Uh, more, more. We <laughs> said big sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jugle to me would be, it would kind of, I would picture a, a clown at a circus um, tossing balls in the air. It kind of would <laughs> remind me of ju- of juggle more than more mm-hmm. than Google. So, well, you have a good friend that uh, uh, you know, he he, or she, he he saved you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, first our logo uh, wasn't like a rabbit like today. It was like a Google. It's in color like a Google color. Yeah. Uh, only after two months, uh, general manager from Google in Ukraine uh, called to us and said, "Guys, let's go to the to the beer. Not just to the beer and." Uh, we came to the bar and said, "Guys, you Google, uh, no, you don't want to suit with us. You, it, it's quite dangerous. Please remove remove uh, color of logo. It's no problem with the name, but the color it's quite uh, a little bit, uh, yeah." Yeah, the the biz the business the line of business is not that confusing. The name is eh, rhymes, but it's not that confusing. But when you also start to use our colors. People are gonna think that 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 Jubal is yeah. is part of Google. So yeah, well, that, that was, was that an was idea. <laughs> yeah, that that was gracious of of that person to um, to basically say, you know what? I think we po- we could have a problem here. Let's let's prevent the problem rather than rather than calling their lawyers on you. So um, yeah, but that's that's a good a good approach. So speaking um, about some of the issues in, in, in the past, let's, let's flash forward to February 24th. It was the day that Russia, um, invaded Ukraine, um, according to what a lot of us think of now. Um, but, but, you know, the war has actually been going on for years. This is just a, a different phase of it. Um, and, but on February 24th, when, when Russia started the current invasion, one of the things that, um, I think that listeners will be interested to know is how your leadership team at Jubal um, sprang into action, um, safeguarded employees, safeguarded the business. So maybe talk a little bit about, you know, what did Jubal's business look like immediately before and then immediately after um, the, most, the, the most recent invasion? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, before 24th uh, of February, we were served 71 markets. We were super fragmented, so the biggest market was only like 8% in revenue. Uh, 60% of our market uh, was Europe. Uh, 25%, 25% of uh, our market was in North America. We had more than 500 employees and uh, 95% of person, 95% were located in Ukraine. Uh, we run uh, our business online from the first day, uh, much earlier than other companies did after COVID. Uh, we have never met our clients in person. Uh, some of them paid really millions of dollars to us and we even never speak to them. 
only online communication. So, uh, yeah, it was convenient to have uh, all people in one place in one country. Um, one part of our uh, of our culture is transparency. So we had a huge open space office, so 3,000 square meters of fully open space, uh, eight meters ceiling high. In the past, this area were a tile factory. Uh, we had real park inside in our office with the beautiful trees, benches. Uh, we had basketball hall in office, gym, showers, etc. I uh, and my team, we love this office very much. Uh, but after COVID, from January uh, 21, uh, yeah, we decided to be a fully uh, remote, not a fully, but a remote first company uh, so we uh, okay yeah, we, sti- we still had this office but eight uh, percent of our employees work from home uh, and uh, years ago yeah uh, and today I realized that uh, the decision to be a remote first company safe save our uh, our business uh, because uh, we were, uh, today we uh, fully de- decentralized and we can run uh, the business uh, even in the first week of the invasion uh, when the panic was uh, at its peak. Uh, if you speak about first day, first day of the war, yeah, we use Slack uh, in our communications, so I can for sure reconstruct uh, the first day of the war, and we discuss with our team uh, what uh, we did right and what we did wrong on the first uh, day to, to 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 teach from from, from this learning. Uh, First day, yeah, 5 a.m., uh, Russia invades Ukraine, hundreds of blasts uh, in all cities. Uh, the invasion begins. Uh, unimaginable things become a reality. In less than in less than three hours, we send message to all our employees: forget about your job, save your lives. Your life is the only thing that matter right now. Uh, at nine o'clock, uh, the first day, yeah, at nine o'clock, we create the rescue team uh, to help our employees get to the safe spots. Uh, simultaneously, our rescue team tries to find the safe place for themselves because at the at the same time when they try to help other employees find safe place, they sit in a basement near Kiev. Uh, four, four hours after invasion, it was nine. Nine o'clock, yeah, nine o'clock. We decided to shut down two markets, Russia and Belarus. And Belarus, Russia was top two market in terms of revenue and top one market in terms of profitability. Uh, it was a hard decision uh, because invasion started in uh, our country four hours ago. We are in complete uncertainty about uh, our future. For sure, we understand uh, that we need money to support our employees, to support our country, but we realize that there is no room for negotiations. We can bring value and make a business uh, in a country that kills uh, people. Uh, at, at two o'clock, at two o'clock, we um, pay upfront salary for all our employees. Our chief financial officer managed managed this process from the broken car on the road from Kiev. Uh, he and his family couldn't escape from the city due to a car breakdown uh, at, the, at that day, but he did his jobs. 
Uh, next, uh, we set up a video call for all, all employees. We have no answers about our future, but we want to be together in this challenging time. Uh, in the evening, uh, we start different projects to tell the world truth about the war. Uh, we are in top uh, 1,000 most visited sites uh, worldwide and we feel that we must use our weight to draw attention to Ukraine because it is very important that people in uh, people not government even but people support uh, Ukraine because uh, these people uh, make difference to the government and then government to help Ukraine so we use all our email databases uh, all our uh, audience to tell story uh, about Ukraine that Russia invades and kills people uh, here uh, at the first day of the war we decided to to pay full uh, salary to any employee who will uh, serve in the army. Today, five uh, of our employees serve in Ukrainian army. And this usual guys, that's not uh, military guys. It's like developers, uh, senior sales managers. Uh, they have uh, little or no experience. Why is it, this is not something who, 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 who have special education, but they decided to go to, to army and to save uh, our, our country. In the first day, we, last but not least, think that in the first day we create a sustainability fund for our employees. Uh, any employers, uh, any employees can ask money for any reason uh, if he or she uh, need, for example, buy a wheelchair for family or pay for new uh, house or pay for drive to, to, to a safe uh, spot. That was our first day of, of, of the war. We'll be back right after this break. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcast, and now available on YouTube. Welcome back to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. Years, years from now, I think there'll be business schools in different areas of the world that that will use what Jubal did in in the in the first days of the of the war as as a lesson in in how you take care of your people. And uh, it's there definitely have been other businesses similar to that. I I, I we we talk with Mike. Um, Woodrow of uh, Aspen Tech Labs, and they also had a significant number of employees in Ukraine, and they also did an, an admirable job of, of taking care of, of their people. And something that I just want to emphasize before we go to the next question, Roman, is that you, you mentioned 
that, um, you know, Jubal being one of the highest traffic sites in the world, not just job boards, but just websites, period, yeah. that you recognize that you had the ability to communicate to ordinary people all around the world what was happening so that they could then um, put pressure onto their governments to support Ukraine. And that is vital. Correct. So for, for listeners, whether whether you have a direct um, role to play, whether you've donated money, whether you have friends or family in Ukraine, whatever, if if you contact your, your politicians, um, local, um, state, provincial, national, um, and let them know how important it is to to you that they fully support Ukraine's efforts, it makes a massive difference. I'm fortunate enough to know a number of, of politicians in the U.S., um, um, Congress people, U.S. senators, and it is amazing how much of an impact ordinary people can have on their decisions. They listen to them more, actually, much more than, than, than lobbyists. You know, when an ordinary person comes up to them on the street and, and is passionate about an issue, it, it really stands out um, to them. So I'll, I'll stop yammering um, so that we can get to, get to the, the final question um, be, before the end of, of, of the interview. I wish we had four hours, but, but we don't. Um, so let's look forward. Roman, um, you know, as as we're recording this episode, um, UK, Ukraine has has continued to make just really um, amazing um, advancements. It it the consensus among world experts, everything I've seen is it's a matter of when and not if um, Ukraine will win this war. Um, we all hope it's going to be over soon. Like you know weeks, maybe a couple of months. Um, but regardless of when that happens, um, there's going to come this time after the war. And what do you see in Jubal's future in, in the, say, two or three years after the war ends? For sure, first year, we will celebrate our victory every day. It's 100%. Mm. Uh, frankly, if you speak about future, after two months of war, uh, I say to my team next words, uh, next words, guys, uh, I want Ukraine win this war tomorrow, but we don't know how long uh, it can be. Imagine that the war will not end in our lifetime. Should we do what we are doing? If answer yes, please build our strategy and plans without reference to ending war. And uh, yeah. So today we have no in our strategy and plans reference that we will do that uh, when war ends. No, we run what we are doing uh, with no reference to the war. Uh, war is the most terrible thing that I saw in my life. Uh, we have no other option except win this war because it is a war like light against dark future against past kind uh, against evil and uh, light always uh, wins dark. I couldn't agree more with you and, and thank you for, for saying it so well. Um, well, Roman, um, I am hopeful that you and I will again be in the same room at the same time, um, AIM Group has their, their next, re next Rec Buzz conference scheduled for April in Berlin. That's not all that far 
um, from from where you're at. I'm hopeful that um, in the near future that I'll be able to to um, celebrate with you in in Kiev and and toast the success not just of your team um, that's that's important, but much more so your your countrymen. Yeah, I dream about that. I dream about it. So, um, you know, as, as a closing note, um, for listeners who want to help Ukrainian citizens with humanitarian assistance, um, I set up a GoFundMe um, with my new friend Andrew Stetsensko from Relocate.me in the spring. And um, we've raised tens of thousands of dollars. What happens is that um, mostly people in the West, but not totally, um, donate money to the GoFundMe. I send 100% of that um, by PayPal to Andrew. And then Andrew uses 100% of that to purchase sleeping bags, water, food, um, thermal underwear, uh, medical supplies, um, basically things that um, a lot of civilians in Ukraine need um, simply to get through the day and and with the winter um, that that's upon us. So if anybody is looking as for a way to where they can help Ukraine directly, shoot me an email. I'll send you a link to the to the GoFundMe, and and together we'll we'll make a bit of a difference. Um, my email is Stephen S T E V E N at collegerecruiter.com. And Roman, for listeners who want to learn more about you um, about Jubal, um, how would you like them to do that? You know, Stephen, that you said uh, before, it's very important for us. And uh, you said that ordinary uh, people uh, win this life. Uh, we are really thank you for uh, ask money that really helped to to us, to Ukraine, to ordinary people. But as that you mentioned, it's important that uh, you can push your governments because it's important. Yes. Governments help help us Ukraine. So I, I want to s- s- say thank you to you and to uh, all uh, our uh, listeners. If you want to know more about Jubal or me, please just just Google. <laughs> and you find <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Just> Google. <laughs> Just Google it and do not expect the logo to look similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Roman, thank you so much for, for sharing um, some of your story and um, that of Jubal and, and to helping the listeners um, better understand um, the sacrifices that Ukrainians have been forced to make. And what they and and what what many of them are, are choosing, like some of your coworkers that, cho- that chose to um, that chose to enlist, um, admirable. Um, you're you're a great people. Slava Ukraine. <laughs> Slava. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Inside job boards and recruitment marketplaces is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts, College Recruiter, and the Aim Group. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app review it. Five stars are always nice. And recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Special thanks to our producer and engineer, Ian Douglas. I'm your host, Peter Zolman of The AIM Group, the leading global consultancy in the field of marketplaces and classified advertising. Find out more about our reports on recruitment marketplaces, job boards, and classifieds including our new Recruitment Marketplaces Annual 
at aimgroup.com slash reports. I'm your host, Stephen Rothberg of job search site College Recruiter. Each year, we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at collegerecruiter.com. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.